just kind of in a brief synopsis of what we do when your pet is with us and under anesthesia so that you have a better understanding of what's happening. And so we're going to use our little models, our canine and our feline. So we have our cat and our dog here. And one side shows a real healthy looking mouth. The other side shows not so healthy. A lot of gingivitis, a lot of issues going on in the mouth. And dental care is so important. Um, it, the dental disease is in the mouth not only affects the periodontal issues, but also it affects heart, kidney. So it runs through their entire system. So brushing teeth at home daily is great. If you can do that, that's the best thing you can do at home. But having an annual cleaning under anesthesia, that's really necessary. Uh, because I'm gonna show you today what we kind of do that you aren't able to do at home. So when they're sleeping, they're under anesthesia and they're with us, what we're gonna do is we're gonna start out with probing the mouth. We're gonna be looking for things like pockets. We're gonna be probing down in these areas where the gum is no longer attached and we're looking for things like a lack of attachment. We're looking for things like bone loss, um, things that are going on that you're not gonna be able to see when you just open the mouth and you lift up that lip and you take a look. Also, these things are very uncomfortable and painful, so it's not something we can do with them awake either. Um, this demonstrates to you what a fractured tooth would look like. And these darkened and red areas, that's pulp exposure, so that's a direct nerve that you're seeing. So by taking this probe and putting that into that spot, I'm sending a shooting pain basically down into the mouth. So when they're awake, that isn't something that we can do, something that we can check for. Um, so those are things that when they're under anesthesia, we can get a much better look. We're taking something like this, which is a curette, and we're going up underneath that gum line, and we're cleaning and removing anything up under there. Periodontal disease starts underneath the gum line, so that is the focus point when we're doing cleaning, something that can't be done with them awake. We also go to our ultrasonic scaler, which has several different tips. One is designed like this one to go up underneath that gum line to clean that area completely. Um, there's another one that's gonna be a different type of tip that's gonna take off all of that chunky calculus and tartar that you see on there. And so that's gonna clean the area, but what we're also doing is we're putting in microscopic grooves. Those microscopic grooves abraze the top of the mouth or the top of the teeth. And so we need to polish those off. So we'll take a polishing tip like this that's gonna be on a high speed, so it's gonna spin very quickly. And we're gonna use a little bit of an abrasive polish and we're gonna go over every single surface on the inside, on the outside, anything that we have touched and we have caused an abrasion to, we're gonna polish out and we're gonna make sure that we get rid of any of those surfaces that plaque and tartar could, could, could adhere to later down the road. Once we're done with that, the doctor's gonna come back through, they're gonna probe all the teeth again, hopefully our teeth look more like this when we're done. They're gonna probe all of these sites again, looking for any type of changes that are going on, and then we're gonna shoot x-rays. And this is a good example of what x-rays look like. I just kind of have a poster up here behind me just to show, I don't know how easy that's gonna see, be able to see on the video, but it's gonna give us an idea of what you see underneath the gum line. And there's so many changes. You can have a tooth that looks like this, it looks completely healthy, and underneath the gum line, the root is reabsorbing, there's an abscess, something is changing drastically. 
that we just haven't been able to see on the surface as of yet. And so those are things that you know we're looking for and then recommendations can be made to you, letting you know what treatments we should be doing, what we should be looking at for down the road, and what we should be doing that day um, so that we can make sure that we get their mouth kind of back on track and then you can continue with some of that at-home care. Um, one of the things that we hear a lot from clients when they come in is anesthesia-free dentals. That's something that has kind of become a new fad or something new and um, available to a lot of people. Some clinics are doing them, some grooming facilities are grooming them. And this is different than just using your toothbrush and some toothpaste and brushing the teeth at home like we're recommending that you're doing. Um, they're saying that they're doing an actual scaling process. So probably using something similar to what we talked about here, but your pet's completely awake. Uh, so some of the concerns that we want with that and we want you to be aware of is, like we talked about, periodontal disease starts underneath the gum line. And underneath that gum line, that's a place that I guarantee we're not going to be able to get to with your pet awake, your cat or your dog. So basically what they're able to do is just to groom the surface of the teeth. So they're just removing what you're seeing and it may look nice and clean, but you're not actually touching on where the periodontal disease is and what's actually going on. You're also not able to take x-rays and the x-rays not being done, you're missing so much that happens underneath the gum line. Um, so something to keep in mind, you know, I know that they may look good, but not something that we recommend. So doing annual dental cleanings, like we just talked about with us or with your veterinary clinic under general anesthesia is absolutely a great way to provide great health care for your pet. Also using some products like a toothpaste and a toothbrush at home, you know, starting out, putting the toothpaste on your finger, letting them just lick it off. Um, so it's more like a treat and then slowly starting with letting them um, them letting you brush these are great because it's just a tiny little brush it's easier to get that in the mouth and putting that big toothbrush in there that they might want to chew on or be more apprehensive about you can use this get in there little circular motions are the best thing to do getting that toothpaste on all the teeth if you can and then they'll work it around in their mouth by licking and tasting um, there's some other products as well, a CET rinse that you can rinse daily. There's also some water additives, but brushing at home is definitely going to be the best thing that you can do for them. So we've had some questions in the past that we've answered that you've sent in to faithfulfriends.com. Please keep doing that. Um, we do pass those on to our doctors. We get those answers for you. Some of them are going to be on here with video. Some of them are going to be answered directly back to you from the doctor. Um, so you'll have a response right there on the screen. Uh, but um, keep doing that. We love those. Something also, if you have a topic you want us to talk about, something that you're interested in, let us know. You can always send that in to the faithfulfriends.com as well. We'll be more than happy to talk to the doctors a little bit of information for you. We also want to start adding just kind of some fun facts to you, um, things that we might come up with each month. If you have a topic you want to talk about, um, something that we just think might be a little bit interesting, this month being National Dental Month in February, our fun fact is about rabbits. And so um, how far or how long do you think rabbit teeth grow in an average month? is going to be our fun fact for today. And the answer is actually one to two millimeters. So those rabbit teeth, if they don't continue to wear them down, that's why they become so long and can cause an issue for them. Um, because if our teeth grew one to two millimeters every month, we would definitely have an issue as well. Uh, so keep those coming into us, those questions, and we'll talk to you soon.